This is it. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to Memphis. It's literally his birthday as we record this. It's his very first birthday. 5th of September. <laughs> so many moments today where I've just got so teary. Such a beautiful day, isn't it? You know, and he doesn't know what the hell is going on, but his parents, you and me, pretty chuffed and proud, aren't we? <laughs> we are. Like, well, we survived. I was just going to say, I think we've done well. We've survived the one year. Um, what a bloody year it's been as well. Can you believe he'll be two this time next year? And then three a year after that. <laughs> oh, welcome to First Time Parents. We are the proud, I was going to say proud owners. <laughs> we don't own him. I mean, he just chose us as parents. That's the way that I see it. Um, but he doesn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> we are proud parents of our beautiful baby boy, Memphis, who was born on the 5th of September 2019, a year ago to the day. 4.17, wasn't it? Yeah. PM. Yeah. Yeah. By, by a C-section. So if you do want to head back to... Uh, I think it was the second episode of us sharing our birth story. It, I can't even believe that we are here a year later. Um, I'm Heidi. I'm Griffo. And we're from Perth, Western Australia. And when we first started this podcast, I was a radio announcer and I laugh at that now because <laughs> that seems so far from who I was. And, you know, if you have followed the journey of our podcast, you will hear all of that unfold. I was the one that was going back to work. You were the one that was going to be a stay-at-home dad. Yep. Um, and our lives were completely turned upside down with this little guy. And I can't imagine being anywhere else than getting to wake up with him every morning instead of in a radio studio. And, you know, I get emotional saying it, but literally he's the best thing that's ever happened to me besides you. Pretty damn good, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, well, anyway, let's get into the... Um, formalities massive massive love to active truth who are amazing sponsors they've been sponsoring us for the past three weeks um so this is their fourth week and if you don't know who they are seriously jump online activetruth.com.au and if you want to get 20 percent off their activewear is made for all women regardless of shape size or the stage of their life their tights are high-waisted i'm actually wearing mine now and if you want to get 20 percent off heidi at 20 you've picked yourself up a pair haven't you sure have yep <laughs> he's wearing his right now as well keep my legs nice and warm comfortable the cheetah print yep <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I love about this brand is that two mums um, are the creators. So they understand, you know, that you really want comfort, whether you're squatting at the gym or, you know, squatting to pick your baby up. That's what I, you know, love about them. So jump online, activetruth.com.au. Massive love to those girls celebrating Memphis's first birthday. Use the code Heidi at 20 for 20% off. Get around it. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, like I said, go back and listen to our birth story if you haven't heard it. Griffo also retold it from his point of view oh, probably about six weeks ago. Um, but for us, this whole podcast, I guess the reason why we started it was to share our journey in an unfiltered, unedited, because we ain't got time for that, um, way. And this was us documenting this for Memphis. Like, you know, a lot of people write in the baby books and stuff like that, but we actually have audio and we have put ourselves out there um, i was just gonna say it's gonna be pretty weird for him to listen and he'll be like oh my god yeah and you know but at the same time it'd be pretty cool if my parents did it you know 35 years 34 years ago 
and to listen back to just see how they spoke back then, how they were as people. Are they going to change when, you know, by the time, you know, you're 20 or 18 when you might listen to it and you just yeah. think, Jesus Christ, it's so weird or different oh. back then or, oh, my parents were kind of cool back then. Why are they like so <laughs> bad now, you know? <laughs> so and why do they hate each other? <laughs> it's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing I think, well, for him, you know, when the time comes that he does listen. Even my mum and dad, they always say, like they forget that I was their baby and this was, you know, them because they said like so much time has passed that, you know, um, that they said like they forget and then little things that he does will remind them. Definitely. And, you know, even mum just sent me a photo of all my baby teeth that she's kept (laughs) in a container. And I was like, oh my God, that is so funny. So, yeah, you know what? We have put ourselves out there and... Look, we have had an amazing cult following of new parents coming in, dropping in and out, and we've had some shit feedback as well, and we get it. We're not everyone's cup of tea. Um, and but, for those that don't like it, well, there's the door yeah, on and, your bike, mate. Yeah, and, like, you know, we've, we, we just said that we wanted to be real, raw, honest, and this is literally who we are. So I make no apologies for who I am and I don't ever no. want to change. And, you know, for everyone who has got around us and sent us messages and everything and supported and cheered Memphon in all his milestones and stuff, thank you so much. And this podcast has literally, I think, given us an outlet. I was going to say, it's definitely helped us as you guys would have witnessed um you and me going at each other or <laughs> offering some steam or just getting some things off our chest. It's been a bit therapeutic, I think. And, yeah, definitely the support's helped us, I think, one, carry on, and two, also grow. You mm. know, we've really enjoyed this this last year, talking talking week in, week out, you know, of how our life's been with this little bundle of joy. Well, we thought that we'd go through some questions um, that we've, you know, um, thought about and, you know, Throw each other in the hot seat. Yeah, because I haven't really like we thought of the questions pretty quick, but I haven't really thought of the answers. So we'll just see what we come up with here. Eh? I'll just blame it on baby brain if I can't come yeah. up with an answer. You're going to use that like forever. Yeah. I know, right? I literally probably use it way too much as well. But anyway, so I guess like so this time last year we were in the birthing suite. Yep. I had probably... You would have been having contractions now. Yeah. Or wouldn't be too far off the epidural. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just about to have an epidural. Um, Talk to me through a little bit, like, when you were there in that moment, is parenthood... did Like, what did you actually expect parenthood to be? It's a tough question, that, because, like, I, I said to you... I think I said to you yesterday or whatever... Um, I still don't know if I feel like a dad. I know he's my responsibility. I know I need to care for him. I do care for him. I love him. I do all the fatherly things, you know, but I just don't know if I feel like I'm a a dad. I don't know what that means to feel, mm. but, and I know you, you, you know, you, you say you feel like a mum. Um, it is quite a weird feeling, but, you know, I know we're a family. We've got a son, um, but yeah, as a dad, I don't know. I kind of get what you're saying. Like it's, I have, it's weird. But I have moments at mother's group and stuff when I literally never expected myself to be in a mother's group, and I have like what I what I kind of feel is like these out of body experiences, and I've go like, is he really mine? Like I actually, 
is that him? Like, because he's got his own personality now. Like, and you know, and he's with all these other babies that I have this, like I said, this like kind of weird out of body experience. And I'm like, I'm here in a mother's group. Like I never imagined this. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people do when they have kids, you know, you join these groups and I guess that's a stereotypical thing to do and you wouldn't expect that. And then Mm. here we are doing it or you're doing it. And it's just, I don't know, maybe they're the little things that come up along the way and that maybe make you feel more into or fall more into your position of being a parent, a mother or a father. Yeah. I I think for me, I never thought it could be this fulfilling. Like, honestly, when, and this is me being so 100% honest, I've never had an issue with stay-at-home mums. I've got lots of friends that are stay-at-home mums, but I never believed that I was going to, I never thought that I would be one because I never thought it would be fulfilling enough for me. And yes, I am starting my business on the side because I love that's you know, that's, there's a drive in me. But honestly, like I'm fulfilled, like my whole world is fulfilled with him and, you know, before him chasing careers, like trying to do a breakfast radio gig, chasing money, like an, my ego was driven to a fame kind of side. I, you know, even um, I think about like, you know, the fact that if we were like all about like, let's get into real estate and like buy some houses and stuff like that means shit to me now. I was just going to say, I think becoming a parent, I think you do forget about or just drift away from those Call them little things, call them big things, but I think you see life a little bit more simpler. Yeah. You know, you just see it for its nuts and bolts, like the bare bare bones of it. Mm. And, you know, obviously health is most important and then just being happy is most important. Um, so, yeah, those things that we love to love before are things that I guess are, they're still there, but they're definitely not as dominant, you know. They don't pop up in my head as much anymore or I'm not as eager anymore for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, life is probably as busy as it's ever been. Um, I'm not working away anymore. Um, so I guess working in Perth is, it's, it's a constant, you know, you go, 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 and then you have two days off and then it's go, go, go. But, you know, when you are home, it's just, you know, you're on all the time. Mm. You've you got a wife to look after. You've got a kid to look after. Every now and again, like this morning's the first time I've actually sat down and watched two hours of TV to myself in I can't tell you how long. You know, you and I might have watched it together or with me, but just yeah. me on the couch in my house on my own has been the first time in the ages. And how good was it? It's it's amazing, you know. Um, but yeah, you just do. I think just sort of dial back that intensity of these other things that you you used to have as a passion, and mm. you, your focus is a lot different now. It's channeled elsewhere, and yeah, um, I guess that does mellow you you out as a person and. Uh, make you appreciate the you know the the free things in life I guess mm. you know um so okay what would be your most memorable moment do you think in the uh, last 12 look, months to be honest I just can't think I don't think you can top it but it would have been like when we first met him you know that was just magical like I had such a a low just before seeing you in that incredible pain but then first like witness seeing your son in your in your hands for the first mm. time that I just don't think you can top that so do you reckon now that you'll you'll like you know I could use this maybe like every time you go be an arsehole I'll just think think back to the birthing suite think back to the birthing suite when I was in pain <laughs> well <laughs> that's what I think now I'm like oh you can why use have you it. still been an arsehole then you shouldn't just be treating me like a queen forever what just for <laughs> what for <laughs> 
a few hours of pain. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I, I respect <laughs> and appreciate you. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be a perfect person all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That moment was like... I do remember it quite well. At the same time, there was a little, it was a little bit hazy, but I definitely do remember it. Like, there's so much emotion going on there. You know, you're scared, you're nervous. It's it was an operation, so you just think, oh, what if something happens? Um, like See, that's so even, much. Yeah, but you were off your even, head on drugs, so no, you were like, Woo, talking no, about was, your vagina, like because you could see it on the reflection of the the roof. Please, like you I was trying to be so calm because all I wanted for him was to come into the world calm. But you were half loaded up on drugs. Ah, uh, yes, you were, <laughs> and I was there like shitting it, going, "Oh my god." Uh, so, what's yours? Um, oh, there's just been so many, like, and it's, that's and that's the truth, like from little tiny moments of connection with him that I get, like you know when we were breastfeeding, like it's a, you know that's those. A bit, I, I, yeah, I quite enjoyed watching you. You know, you're feeding your son. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. Yeah, and like just the connection that I felt with that as well, which again me. I was like, oh, my God, breastfeeding. I don't know if I could do that. Like, that's disgusting. Boobs are for sex, blah, blah, blah. Like, I had all this shit running through my head that I was, I think, just a bit frightened. Yeah. And so when I did feel that connection and stuff, and then also, like, and I know they're just the smallest things, but, like, when he wakes up in the morning and I go in and I'm like, morning, little stink bomb, you know, if you can smell (laughs) his bottom, and he gets so excited to see me. It's pretty cool. Like, so, you know, and, and then the moments that we get, like when, you know, we're just sitting here and he's he's eating his food in the high chair and, you know, we just laugh our heads off or like we make noises to each other and stuff. Like, so. There's a lot of those yeah. like, real heartfelt Yeah, yeah. I think like you don't, like he makes my heart race. Like. Like how I used to. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and it's weird because like you I feel this love. I think I slowed love, your heart down now. <laughs> but like I just want to. Like, I get it. Like, I just want to eat him. Yeah. Like, he's so... Like, my dad always goes, how many times have you kissed him today? And I'm like, without exaggeration, I probably kiss him two to 300 times a day. Oh, what? Like, don't I? I'm like this. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's just... But I just... Oh, like, he's just... just yeah. Everything like he's... I want to squeeze him. Yeah. But then he like makes weird noises. <laughs> I'm like, oh, probably too hard. <laughs> I think like he's definitely shown me the simple things in life, and so that I really, really treasure. So we've just spoke about what. Oh, what's the best thing that's happened in the last year? Let's go the opposite. What's been like the hardest or the worst thing that's happened in the last year? Well, I think the hardest would have to be. It would have been like trying to breastfeed. Yeah, that was a bit of a challenge. And if I think about, and if, you know, any parents are joining this podcast now and you're in the first few weeks and you're in literally that, what I call that baby bubble, wow, that is intense. And you can't even explain it. And even us doing this podcast, you can't comprehend it until you're in it. And, you or know, you've been there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I remember pa- parents would say that to us before going like, oh, if you haven't had a kid, you, you wouldn't and know. And you think, well, surely you know. And you go like, I've got to answer. Go, yeah, like, wouldn't you just do this? But, yeah, when you go down that path of having a kid and you're in that, like you say, that bubble, 
that was hard work. Like our neighbours next door, they've got a baby that's um, five months old, I think now. So yeah. we sort of relived what they're going through, and I was like, shit, that I don't have much like you know help to I can give you, like, but like it, you will you will get through. It yeah. does get better, and honestly, that's about as much advice I can give, yeah. which is not really much, but. Um, yeah, yeah well, somehow I'm, you just get through it, don't you? Yeah. You and just got to have a hopefully a supportive partner and you can just work with each but other. But there's not. There's like some people that are single, you know, and I just yeah. think, wow, like you are incredible. you got to go I, another level. A whole new respect for all, not just woman and what her body goes through and the changes and obviously childbirth and all that. But I do really like for partners, whether they're male or female, you know, you're uh, like – I, I have a whole new respect for parents in general, you know, and Absolutely. I, for me, yeah. even that's probably a moment. I actually rang my mum, and this is a memorable moment. I rang my mum on the way to the hospital when Memp was five weeks old. I was going to get help for my breastfeeding actually. Um, and I rang my mum bawling my eyes out and she was like, what's wrong? And I said, I just have to say to you and dad, I'm so sorry for everything that I've ever done. I was like, I get it. Like I understand. You're such a bad kid. <laughs> no. And she goes, you weren't, that bad. And I was like, oh, I was an asshole for a long time. But also like one thing for me, why I believe that I was supposed to have a boy as well is I never really understood my mum's connection with my brother. And I always used to think he was the favourite, but I get it now. Like I have a firstborn son. But you, she did, had... you did just say that you're like a real prick of a kid. So <laughs> no, that's but... probably another reason why she warmed more to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> like in all seriousness, like I get her connection now with my bro. Like I get it. I totally understand it. And yeah, I think they that say for me, mummy's boy and daddy's girl. Yeah. So. But like I just, you know, that for me. But, yeah, the hardest part, back to that, because we really sidetracked there, was definitely breastfeeding. And those yeah. first few weeks was really, like, think about to those middle of the nights where I was trying say, to get him on and I would be so frustrated and he wouldn't know what to do. And I think, like, you know, so many people believe that you, you just should know how to breastfeed because, like, they feel that pressure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think piss off to those people that think that. I mean, some kids I think are pretty natural and they just go, some babies are, and they just go straight on. But, you know, others have, there's so many, you know, issues that can go wrong that could cause them not to be able to breastfeed or breastfeed oh. easily. So, yeah, so whether you say, made it breastfeeding or you didn't or you didn't want to do it, like whatever. whatever. Everyone's on their own journey. But I just know that for me that was... Um, one of the hardest things I've ever done and, you know, I was prepared. I put so much pressure on myself for the birth that I didn't really think about the breastfeeding afterwards. And, um, yeah, look, I'm still breastfeeding now. I don't know how long. I've definitely stopped pumping at night time, so I don't, you know, when he has his bottle. So I'm slowly... Depleting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the boobs are... See ya. Yep. <laughs> what was the hardest part for you? Um, oh, I feel like there was quite a few, but like full standout, maybe the most would be, I think like my identity thing. I think that was just hard. I think a bit mentally. And obviously I think, you know, a lot of the time us, us guys would put on a, a brave face, but deep down there was more issues going on. And I just, I found it just hard with my, you know, just changing from who I used to be to who I am now. I'm still the same person, I get that, but it it was quite a big challenge for me and, you know, I still feel I do have that challenge, but it's a lot more under wraps. So that and probably closely followed behind was like the the 
sleep routine always getting knocked around. Like mm. no one, no one enjoys their sleep getting broken. Mm. But you do start to accept it. I think you find that on an average day you generally are a bit tired. Yeah. <laughs> Some days are a lot worse than others. Some days you do have a bit more energy, but you do have a, a, a fatigue level, I think, as a parent for probably the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, it is taxing well, being I'm a yawning parent. literally <laughs> as you're saying it. It, it is taxing being a parent. So, you know, that can be hard because, you know, you do lose the energy you used to have because you might have got your straight eight hours sleep with no interruptions. Mm. Um, and, you know, I guess you do also have one ear open, um, listen to your kid if he's going to cry or whatever th- throughout the night, making yeah. sure that they are all right. Yeah, you so, sometimes don't wake up. No, but then there's times <laughs> that you catch them, catch them flies in a deep sleep. And then, well, I know. remember being like horrified that it was like it was those early weeks, and you know, when there wasn't much sleep, and you're up every few hours to feed the baby and that kind of thing. And you know, sleep deprivation massively triggers my anxiety. But I remember there was one night that I was horrified that I didn't wake up for him, and he was next to me in the bassinet. And you had got up and helped him and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, the next day I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a bad mum. Like that guilt and panic and... I don't think you can't not have that guilt, but at the same time try not to because we aren't perfect. We are humans and you are going through a hell of a lot of shit at the time. Like you say, sleep depth, if you do go to sleep, you're probably going to be out pretty cold because you're so depleted. Yeah. I really, truly miss him sleeping next to us. That's like... Thinking about him in that little bassinet beside the bed. It was very convenient. I did like that at the time because obviously we were attending to him a few times a night. But to be honest, I've loved it since he's been out. I don't need extra people in my space. And remember like how he would scream his head off at the start when they were going through that like witching hour? Oh, no. And And he's only a year old. It's not like we're fully out of it as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we still have witching hours sometimes. The Wiggles just seems to help with. Thank you, Wiggles. This is We'd love to thank you. This is a really special mention to the Wiggles. You have definitely helped us on some really hard days. If you guys want to come on the podcast. Let us know. <laughs> oh, so good. I reckon we'd probably know your songs better than you as well. Keep in time. Um, what right. about is there anything that you would change or do differently? Um well I guess we uh yeah, I don't know. Um maybe not. I I think a lot of it is just you just gotta go with it. Like let's say if we were to have another kid. We're going to be a lot more experienced, but, you know... Is what do you say? Wait, stop a, that. There's a big if we were going to have another kid. Whoa, like, considering we actually spoke about this in our I'm podcast... I'm only saying that just for the podcast, right? <laughs> No, don't you actually had a whole lot of podcasts where you were like, I don't want to have another kid. Um, yeah, I guess nothing off the top of my head. I reckon I'd just roll with the punches and because, let's say, if we were to have another kid, you would just go with how they are. They might be yeah. easier, they may be worse, and so you've got to change. So I might say what we changed for, say, Memphis could be completely different to your next kid, but mm. I don't know. I don't think I'd change too much. Would I we think call, we've done... like, our next kid, like, Tennessee or something like that? Probably, <laughs> yeah. Or Vegas or... <laughs> Could do. That's a cool chick name. I do really like it. Vegas. But you can't have a kid called Memphis and Vegas. Why not? People have kids called like Peter Jackson or something like that. <laughs> like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, apple. Apple. <laughs> I like apple. Um, 
Yeah. What, I, what about I, you? Yeah. Um, I can't, like, I guess, like, I want to say there's a couple of things that I want to say, and, and but I, but the thing is I just don't think that I could do it differently. I, I want to say there's, like, moments where I did really feel, like, ang- a lot of anxiety and I felt like I was so caught up in worrying about, like, you know, why was he making that noise? Like, should his head go that way? Like, do you know what I mean? That I got but that's lost. First time that's right. An- anxieties that you yeah. can't change. And as you would have spoken to other parents, you know, the second and then the third, they hardly get attended to because they're like, yeah. ah, he'll be right or she'll be right. You can't really knock that on the head. Yeah. I think if you're a bit of an anxious person naturally, you're going to have that heightened as a new parent. If you're not really an anxious person, you are going to get some anxious feelings, I think, because it's like, holy shit, I'm the keeper, I'm the carer of this child, this mm. newborn, fresh child. There's a lot of I don't knows, so you're going to be on edge. And I think I would, like, I don't know if I'd get an obstetrician this time. Like, I loved ours. He was a bloody legend and, you know, it was amazing. But I didn't realise that there was, like, so many... Um, you know, with the midwife program and stuff like that. Like since obviously starting stay home mums with Edwina Bartholomew and, you know, all the women that we've done that for during COVID, which is on Instagram, if you haven't seen it, it's like a huge virtual mother's group, 20,000 people. Um, I've met and learned so much and all these, I didn't know there was so much information out there of things that you could do and like have a midwife and, and stuff. So I think like, if I was to go into having another child, I definitely would probably do it through a midwife. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, like a, yeah. Just like I said, I'm full of like, I've met so many amazing people along the way because of it. And so many of them have joined us on the podcast and stuff now. Um, but yeah, so if you are a new parent or, you know, a, a stay home mom or a working mom we yeah, um, stay home mums is literally just was created out of COVID and it's been going off. Awesome. Cheeky no, plug. it's good. It's, it's that's good. Been, it's, that's it's, been it's, one of the most fulfilling things too and it's kept me connected. I was going to say it keeps the community connected as well because obviously throughout that hard period, I mean, Victoria's still in lockdown at the moment, but it's it's very hard for new mums to be connected because you can't physically catch up. So at least yeah. you do have the online avenue, which is awesome that you guys have created. So, um, What about we laughed at this when we wrote this down before we started recording funny stories like can you think of what like I don't know you know how you like, hear like funny, people funny, when like their I baby do. poodle oh, actually i've got one that i was... do love it when like <laughs> you get like a massive shit that you have to claim <laughs> like that warms my heart a little well what about that day that i like I, I put him down in front of the tv to have his bottle and i was giving him nappy free time and this is literally probably only six weeks ago and i put the um the towel down and I went because I saw like because you know so I went to touch if the towel was wet in between his legs but he had just done this massive massive <laughs> and I put my hand straight in it and pulled it straight back up and it was like everywhere oh, chocolate Sunday. <laughs> but that's what it was like and it just <laughs> oh, dear. yeah like we haven't had too many disasters with the poos and the weeds, no. have we? Like, you do hear of some. Oh, actually, no, we did. Remember, it was the day that I started. It was my very first business launch thing, and I did, like, the free Shed Your Shit meditation and swim and photo shoot, and I had Memphis in the jumperoo, <laughs> and he pooed literally oh, it all <laughs> through, and it was all over the white cushion that was underneath, and it was, like, those big yellow, <laughs> it was everywhere. <laughs> oh, and I just dear. remember being like, wow. Oh. 
But yeah, he's a really chilled out little lad. Like he, he is. I was going to say one thing that I think always makes me laugh. It's, it's I guess it's not really a story, but like. I call him the motorbike because oh, he literally yeah. just, when he gets fed, he just starts making this motorbike noise and he puts his hands out like he's riding a Harley yeah, and can he's you revving. make the noise? <laughs> but the funny like thing, grunter. <laughs> when we've tried to record it, he stops. It's like he knows. So, yeah, it's, I mean, like, and, you know, Memphis, Ari, Anderson, Griffiths, if you do ever listen to this, either good luck to you mate. you know maybe we might be passed away i don't know that's fucking weird that i just said that but yeah it's um, his birthday it's nice i know but i'm just thinking like say in 30 years like will apple itunes where we've got this or spotify or google podcasts or my website (laughs) idlyhenderson.com.au anything else you want to plug (laughs) will this be like, do you know what I mean? Well, when will he be listening to this? So, Well, he'd probably need he, to be old enough because you swear a lot. If he does, what message would you say to him? Because ha- Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And mem- From I your just, mum and dad. Oh, this is where I get so emotional because I don't think I can ever explain to you how much I love you. And when you are this tiny little baby boy, like, I know you feel my love, but you won't ever remember this. That's what's so crazy. This he is our time. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't even... Because soon he'll be like, piss off, mum and dad. No, but, like, seriously, like, he won't ever remember this. Like, we don't remember the love that our, we got showered in when we were little. and nah. So I can't even put into words because I just... You're the best thing that's One ever day happened. when he has a kid, you know, or if he does have a kid, um, he'll know exactly the feeling and the love that, you know, we gave to him and felt with him. So... Happy birthday, buddy. Happy first birthday. You're not at zero anymore. You're one officially today. We've talked about it. I think that was my uh, intro for most of the podcast saying 34 weeks to go. (laughs) But no, today's your birthday. So happy birthday, mate. You're just the best thing ever. And I just love you so much. All right, let's move on. What else do you have to talk about? (laughs) I think that's it. I think we have to just end on that. Yeah. A little birthday message. Yep. Oh, and if anyone else... Um, Has a birthday today, <laughs> good on well, them. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, for us as mums and stuff as well, the dads, it's just, I don't know, it's different, isn't it? It is. Well, I mean, I'd I'm say not, on average it's different. Um, yeah, not on every single case, but... No. I don't know, we just seem to get, I don't know, anyway. I think it's because you I'll guys stop. have, like, carried... I'll stop you know, the, the baby for nine months prior to them being born and then they pretty much hang off you for that first year and, um, you know, you have stayed at home with him. So you are going to have a deeper connection and a, a different connection. So, yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Memphie Moo. All right. <laughs> That's what I call you anyway. So if you do ask me in 10 years, like, Memphie Moo, what? That's what I call you now. And this is also a good memory for us. Um, But (laughs) massive, massive love to everyone who support us on this podcast. podcast. Um, If you are loving it, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple iTunes. And a massive, massive shout out to Active Truth. They offer active wear made for all women, regardless of shape, size or stage of life. They are the best tights ever. If you want 20% off, jump online, activetruth.com.au and use the code Heidi at 20. All right, everyone. Love you. Have an awesome day.